What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the fifth episode of the Sell That SaaS podcast, and Happy New Year. Happy 2024. I hope everyone had an awesome New Year's Eve and spent time with friends and family. Today, I'm going to be here to tell you about how I got promoted to an account executive in less than one year in software sales, the playbook that I used to do it, and how you can use the same playbook and get promoted to an AE in less than one year in software sales. You're probably wondering, where is my guest? And I'm here solo, but that's by design. I wanted the freedom and the opportunity to talk directly to you guys and give you some gold and some free information. You're paying with your time, which I really appreciate. But ultimately, I'm not charging you for this. People charge for guidebooks. They charge for courses on how to get into tech sales and how to get promoted. I'm not here to do that. I'm here to give valuable information for free based on my own personal experiences. So if you don't know me, my name is Will Padilla. You guys might know me by Sell That SaaS on TikTok. Uh, LinkedIn, obviously, is my full name, Will Padilla. But most people know me as Sell That SaaS. And my page is designed for people trying to break into tech sales. And then once they break in, how to excel as an SDR, as an account executive. And the common question I keep getting on my TikTok and my LinkedIn is how do I get promoted to account executive? People let me know that their company is not promoting them. They're frustrated. They don't know what to do. And I can only sympathize with them because maybe there was some things that they could have looked out for to avoid them in this unfortunate situation. And that's what I'm here to do today. I'm here to tell you about what to look for in a company before you join if you're trying to get promoted to an AE as fast as possible. We're going to talk a little bit about your performance and some prospecting tactics, and that's all important, but I want to make sure we get the foundation today of what to look for in a company when you do join if you're thinking about getting promoted to an account executive quite fast. I got promoted in less than a year, and here's how I did it. Number one, when I was applying to software sales jobs specifically, I was looking at specifically startups. I wasn't applying to the big IBMs, uh, Clary, Gongs of the World, uh, who would be another one, Salesforce. That was never on my radar. I never wanted to work for this corporate giant. And little did I know, I did myself a huge favor. There's nothing wrong with those corporate giants. But let me tell you the advantage I had against all my other friends who joined those big corporate giants in software sales. Number one, the advantage I got when I joined my, my startup company, I joined a uh, high growth tech startup um, in the marketing, influencer marketing space. I'm still there. I've been there almost four years. Love the company. It's fantastic. That being said, when I joined, we had probably 50 employees and I was actually the first employee that was remote. Even before I accepted this job, all three companies I was looking at as an SDR, I got three offers at one time. They were all less than 100 employees. Now, the reason I did this is because I was actually used to those type of companies at my internships. So I had internships at logistics companies, and I did a short stint at a staffing company that were all less than 100 employees. Maybe the logistics company was like 200, 250, but realistically, these are small companies. And what I found with these small companies was that I'm able to network so much easier and get pulled up so much quicker. What I mean by that is in a smaller environment, you're rubbing shoulders with a VP. 
the CEO, the executives way more frequently than you would be at a Salesforce or at an IBM. And again, we're not here to bash those companies, but we're here to get you promoted fast. That's what my podcast today is about. So when you're with these startup type environments, you're naturally going to be in proximity with the people who have power. And you have to show up correctly, you have to be respectful, you have to be on time. All of those things are gonna have the C-suite keep an eye on you. They're gonna notice you. And that's what happened to me in my internships and my short stint at a staffing company. I did that for about a year and a half. That staffing company was actually great. They were super kind. Uh, the CEO would hook me up on deals left and right, even though I felt like I didn't deserve it. Um, and the only reason was because he liked me. And so when I transitioned to tech, I was looking for that same type of environment, uh, smaller, where I could get in proximity with the right people. So once I joined my tech company as an SDR, I knew I had to show up every day as the best SDR I could be, but also put on the radar of everyone else that yes, I do want to be an account executive. I want to be an account executive here specifically. So here's my first tip. Network inside the company right away. What I mean by this is when you get paired with your account executive, start building that relationship immediately. Let them know that, that, that you're there to make their lives easier. You're there to find them quality accounts, understand what makes a quality account to them in their eyes, go out and find it. Once you do that for them, start showing them that you can actually do the job well. Start talking to them about how you have goals to be an account executive. Get them bought in on you to then tell their other account executive friends when the opening does come about that you are the right candidate. They actually trust you. They feel that you know what you're doing. This is all part of that process of internal networking. Don't be afraid. I did this. I did this probably the first six to nine months. Well, excuse me. I did this the first three months I got there at, at my company. I started scheduling time with other account executives. So I said, hey, I'm Will. It's so great to meet you. Um, I'd love to actually just sit in or listen to a, a call on Gong. I won't be actually in the meeting, but I wanted to listen into your call to see what tactics you have that I can learn from. So what I did immediately was let the other account executives in the company know that I'm here to learn. I'm not here to think I know better. I'm not here to try and um, overly impress them, not trying to be a brown noser. All I'm here to do is learn. And what that did is all the account executives at my company knew who I was. So now when conversations are happening with leadership, all the account executives are saying, oh, hey, what about Will? Why, why don't we promote him? And as about six months go by, and I'm you know, constantly hitting quota. We'll have another episode on some tactical stuff. But when I'm constantly hitting quota, all the account executives know who I am, I start to go one step further. I start to put time on my VP's calendar, my sales director's calendar. I put time on the chief operating officer's calendar. These are things that you cannot do at an IBM, at a Salesforce. I don't care who you are. 
In SDR, you're not putting time with Mark with Mark Benioff at Salesforce, but at a startup, you can. And this is the benefit of a startup. So I'm a huge proponent of a startup. So look for a startup if you're an SDR, if you're trying to get promoted to an AE faster. The reason being is what I just mentioned, that internal networking aspect. You're going to have proximity to the C-suite. You're going to have proximity to the account executives. You're going to be able to set up meetings with them and actually put time in their calendar so that they know who you are. You're able to show them that you're there to learn. When a position opens up, you're going to be the first one they think of. And that is the advice I would give for my first tip is after you find the startup, internal network as much as possible. And because because I was networking so much inside the company and learning so much and trying to be a good employee and a great um, learner, a great student, because that's ultimately what I was there to do was to learn. I got a call nine months into the job from my sales director and he said, are you ready to be an account executive? And I said, well, not yet. I probably need like a month of training to learn how to demo, but I gladly would accept. And so they put me through a month of training. That training program was really intense. And I was able to excel in that and then got promoted to an account executive at month 10, which is a dream come true. The fact that I was able to get promoted so fast, it was incredible. But you can do this. This is like what I'm talking about is you can do this by joining a startup and taking the networking seriously at your startup company. So network with the AEs as you start to network with them, getting to know different personalities. You're going to have people that will kind of go to bat for you internally. Once the AEs are on your side, you can start to work up to the sales director, the managers, and just introduce yourself. And what a blessing it is to have everyone on your side when it's time for a promotion. No one's out there saying, we don't want him. They're saying, hey, We've known of him for now nine months. We're so excited to have you on the team. So that would be my first tip to get to get uh, into to get promoted to an account executive as soon as possible. Join a startup, internal network. The second tip for you, we're gonna walk it back to more tactical advice, which is the prospecting ability, right? So the reason why I was able to hit quota so consistently as an SDR was solely due to the fact that I understood that prospecting was going to save save my ass when it came to hitting quota every single month. There's a couple of months I didn't hit quota. The months I didn't hit quota, I looked back on, I wasn't prospecting enough. No one is gonna tell you this, but you have to be prospecting every single day if you wanna hit quota in software sales. That's the same thing for an SDR, it's the same thing for an account executive. You need to be prospecting every single day. And I'm guilty of not, so I'm not here to act like I'm some perfect software sales being. I'm not. The months I've missed quota, I look back on and I say, wow, there was several days I didn't prospect. There was several days I didn't manage my time well. There were several days I got too caught up on follow-ups and proposals and I didn't make time to prospect. Everyone has time to prospect. I'm speaking to myself. But if you are a new SDR and you want to get promoted fast, now number one, you got to join a startup. You got an internal, you got a network. But the second, you got to prospect every single day. It doesn't matter if it's if you're tired. It doesn't matter if 
you're not feeling like it, you gotta prospect every single day. This means doing the things that no one wants to do, finding new prospects of the company, making your cold calls, sending your cold emails that are personalized, sending your video messages. And this leads me to point three, right? The third and final point of how I got promoted to an account executive in less than a year in software sales is my triple threat tactic. This is very tactical that you guys can steal. A lot of prospects that would come in to the demo once I booked them for the account executive, they were shocked that I wasn't the account executive. They got so comfortable with talking to me and working with me that they felt like I should have been the account executive. My account executive, Eric, is super kind and most AEs would probably be really upset by that, but he was like, oh no, Will's uh, you know, a BDR, I'm the account executive, and he was able to close them. But people wanted to work with me, and the reason was is I was thoughtful in my outreach, and so I called this the triple threat. I, I literally made this up when I was an SDR. So the triple threat is, um, we're gonna call it three things. So the first and always, the first thing I always do is I connect with the person on LinkedIn. So I don't put a connection request in. I connect with them on LinkedIn with a blank connection request. From there, I then email them. So I have everyone that I want to reach out to at the company. I personalize each message. So I'll say, hey, I noticed uh, XYZ influencer mentioning your post on TikTok. I'll link the post so they know I actually did my research and this is a legitimate post. I'll show some relevance of how we work with other brands in their space. And I'll put an open-ended ask of, hey, worth exploring further. And I'll send that email. As soon as I send that email, I do one thing. I wait. This is what I would do as an SDR. I waited. I'd wait a couple hours, maybe two to three. So this is what I would do. I'd go into outreach and I'd see who opened the email. And there's a good chance a lot of them open the email. My sequence has like an 85% open rate. Uh, it has about a 12% reply rate, which is pretty good above industry above industry standard. And I can share that with you guys on a separate video or template if you'd like. But the point of this is, is that I would have everyone up on outreach where you can see uh, who opened the email. If you guys don't have a tool like Outreach, there's tools like Apollo, which are much more cost-effective. There's tools such as mm, Groove, which is a little bit more expensive, but there's tons of data intent tools out there that you can utilize where you can see if someone opened the email. So once I would see all the people open my emails, and I would do this with, I don't know, 15, 20 companies a day, so I have all the opens up on outreach after they already got a, um, a connection request as well as a personalized email. So this is several hours after that already occurred. What I would do is I would cold call every single per person who opened my email on outreach. And I would open up with this. Like I, there's so many openers, but I'd say, hey, this is Will from Grin. Am I calling it the absolute worst time right now, Jim? And then pause and then see what they would say. And sometimes they'd say, no, you're not, what's up? 
hey, I had sent you an email regarding your influencer marketing program and X, Y, and Z. I actually came across a post on TikTok and I was reaching out to see how you're currently managing your influencer program. We're helping some similar brands use our software to find new influencers, get better content, and you're doing such a great job already. So I was just curious how you're managing your current program. So what I would do here, and it would work out pretty well for me. I wouldn't say that I would always get a sale on a cold call, but what I would do after I made that cold call, or the reason why I made that cold call was because I was calling with relevance. So I know they opened the email. So I said, hey, not sure if you had a chance to view that email I had sent over because I saw that they opened it. So I called it triple threat because LinkedIn Connect, my name is top of mind. Personalized email, my name is top of mind. Now cold call, my name is now really top of mind. And sometimes if they didn't answer, I would leave a voicemail. And what I would say in the voicemails, I would say, hey, this is Will from so-and-so. Hey, I just sent you an email regarding your influencer program. I noticed a influencer's post on TikTok for your account. Looks like you guys are doing some great content. We're helping some similar brands in your space accomplish X, Y, and Z. No pressure on giving me a call back. In fact, what I did is I just sent you an email that has all the information on what we do. If you feel it's worth the chat, definitely feel free to reply via email. No pressure on giving me a call back. So even if I didn't get a connect, which let's be honest, guys, getting a connect on the phone is is somewhat rare. I feel like people make it seem that you're always going to get someone live on the phone. That's just not the case today. People are not likely to answer as much as they were maybe four to five years ago. The reason being there's things like RoboKiller. RoboKiller is an app that blocks out all unwanted numbers. I even thought about getting RoboKiller because I get so many spam calls because I have an LLC. And for some reason, people think that I I have all these legal needs for my business and I keep getting calls from Legal Zoom and a bunch of other places. So I even thought about getting that app, but ultimately I decided against it because I was pretty much thinking to myself, do I really want to miss a call from someone that is actually important to my life? No, I don't. So that's why I didn't get RoboKiller. But a lot of people are getting RoboKiller. A lot of people are just not answering the phone. So voicemails, I still think are important because they're hearing your voice. When they hear your voice, it adds another layer of who you are. And so I notice after a voicemail, I get a spike in opens because people are now seeing my name three times. LinkedIn connection, email, cold call, and in the term, a voicemail. That triple threat tactic generated me so many leads. There was times where I had 15, 20 call calls a week and I'd push seven to eight to demo. There was months where, and I'm just gonna be honest, not every demo I sent over was qualified. But I'll tell you what, I did my very best to give my account executive as many at bets as possible. We closed some big logos. We closed uh, logos like PXG, Lululemon, Shinesty, um, gosh, we closed some major ones. I, I, I'm, I'm blanking on a lot of them. We, we closed a lot of business and me and my account executive made a lot of money. My account executive was the number one account executive in the company due to 
we had he had two BDRs, me and this girl Lauren. We produced crazy amounts of demos, and he also had the inbound team. So we kept him really busy, and he's one of the best account executives I've ever worked with. He still works with me. Eric, if you're watching this, brother, I still think you're one of the best account executives of all time. So what I'm telling you guys is three tips that everyone can do. Everyone can look for a startup. Everyone can look for a startup because why? You're going to be in proximity with the leadership. You're going to be in proximity with the VPs. You're going to be in proximity with the account executives. You cannot do this as likely at a Salesforce or an IBM or you name it, right? So by going to a startup, you're increasing your chances of networking internally. That's the first tip, right? After you find the startup, network internally with those around you. Don't be the one who just goes in and does your job. Be the one who does your job and rub shoulders with the VPs and rub shoulders with the account executives. Put time on their calendar. In fact, ask them if you could take them out to coffee. I would take, I was a virtual and I would send an account executive five, $10 Starbucks gift cards just for spending time with me. And a lot of times they would say like, oh, please, no, don't, don't do that. That was their way of saying, hey, this kid is really just a hustler and we want to be around him. The second tip is always be prospecting. So always be prospecting is something that a lot of people will not tell you. They're going to say, oh, you got to have this cold call track. You got to do this. You got to do that. No, actually, in theory, what helped me in my software sales career is every single month I hit quota, I look back, I was prospecting every single day. The months I don't hit quota, that's the months I look back and I say, wow, there were several days I wasn't prospecting. That's, that's the reality of software sales. You have to be prospecting every day. Third tip, take my triple threat prospecting tactic and put it to use. So what is a triple threat? LinkedIn connection, then followed up with a personalized email. Then I wait an hour or two, look on outreach, do some other admin work, come back to outreach, view everyone who opened the emails, cold call down the entire list, repeat the process, rinse and repeat. That's what I did. That's how I was able to get promoted in less than 10 months to an account executive. Here's another tip that is a bonus. This is like just for you guys in your job career. Don't worry about the base salary for your first SDR job. I can tell you that because my first SDR job, I was getting paid 40 grand. That was my salary when I started. It was $40,000. $40,000 is not a lot of money, especially as a base salary in sales. Some people might think that is a lot of money. I'm not here to discount that, but it is quite low. But guess what? It doesn't matter about the base salary when you first start. It matters about the opportunity. The opportunity to join a fast growth startup, be in proximity with the right people, have the freedom to sell a great product, and learn. That's what I loved so much about my experience as an SDR. So if you're watching this and you want some more help on how to get promoted fast to an account executive, feel free to reach out to me. This episode is 100% free. Feel free to send it to a friend. Send it to someone who's looking to get into software sales. Send it to someone who's frustrated that they can't get promoted and they're an SDR and their company won't promote them to an AE. Are they at the wrong company? Are they with the wrong people? Those are all things that are totally common and you can change that. You are in control of your situation. If you want to get promoted fast, 
try and follow these three tips. This is exactly what I did. So this is just based on personal experience. This is not the silver bullet, but I can guarantee you they'll help. So, hey, this is episode five of the Sell That SaaS podcast. I'm going to be coming at you guys with way more gold throughout the coming months. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button on my YouTube. Follow me on Spotify. Give me a rating if you'd be so kind. Thank you and happy new year. Let's go crush our goals.